remember, no matter how busy you are, to do at least one piece of sales activity a day because that's going to ensure that you have a pipeline of sales in the future. Welcome to Biz Stories Shared, where storytellers share their inspiration, motivation, some disappointments, and how they applied the lessons that led them to success. Stories are gifts. Listen as these gifts are shared. Now, here is your host, Charlotte Plott. Hello, storytellers. This is Charlotte Plott, and I am proud and thrilled to bring you our guest today, Lee Jackson. Lee is coming to us from the United Kingdom, and I am excited because Lee is our first international guest. So, Lee, are you ready to be a storyteller? Oh, yes. What, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, I absolutely am excited. I can't wait. So let's rock and roll. All right. Lee is a web development expert, a podcaster, speaker, consultant, a dad, worship leader, and all that good stuff in no particular order. He runs a business focused on helping web designers build and deliver their designs online. Lee and his team code and deliver websites designed by some of the most talented web agencies in the world. His business and the Web Innovator podcast were birthed out of niching right down to serving designers using WordPress. Niche till it hurts. And therein, you find your treasure. Lee, that was just a little summary about you. So will you please tell us more about you personally so that we can get to know you and then give us an overview of your business? All righty. Well, my name is Lee. The last name is Jackson. I'm 33. And very often people will say, no, you surely (laughs) don't look that old. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And then they kind of tell me they thought I looked older. (laughs) And that's a sad time. (laughs) But anyway, the beauty of Photoshop is on all my pictures, I look uh, amazing, I'm sure. So anyway, it's me, 33. I have a wife. She is called Kate. She's my best friend. And we've been uh, childhood sweethearts from school. And uh, we've got a young girl called Ella, who is nine. And she already thinks she's a teenager. And she answers back a lot. And she's very, very strong-willed. And I kind of like that because that means she's not going to be a pushover when she's older. So that's cool. And then from a previous relationship, I also do have a uh, an elder daughter and she's bethany she loves marvel and dc which is great because that means we get to go and watch all the latest and greatest marvel and dc films which is awesome so yeah i've managed to fit a lot in i was a a teenage dad you may have now guessed uh, from what i said so i uh, that that actually happened before me and kate met hey um everything works out for good that's uh, an amazing relationship i've got with her so kind of fast forwarding then what i now do is i run a company called lee jackson dev Mainly because I couldn't think of a better name. I mean, I did try a few names and people like say, what? Uh, so I went with Lee Jackson Dev just because it was easy. And what we do now is we specialize in helping designers, design agencies or web designers, whatever you call them, build the website. So someone might scratch their head in wondering what I'm saying here. All that means is a designer will create an amazing picture of a website and then they will pass that on to me to do all the code. So me and my team will do the code and make that website actually work doing the e-commerce and all those other things. So we're based in a place called Wellingborough in England. There's a small team of us and we spend our days coding and going to McDonald's for fast food. (laughs) It's called Fast Food Friday. Fast Food Friday. (laughs) Oh, wow. And are you a fast coder? Um, That's a good question. We were chatting actually beforehand, weren't we, about uh, development, etc. And um, 
yeah, when I'm coding, uh, there will be a day when I'm coding really, really fast, and then I'll come across a bug, and that one bug could be the most simplest thing in the world, but it takes four or five hours to to fix and, oh. and there's usually a lot of tears at that point i'm afraid so yeah i'm a fast coder until that bug that makes me cry until that bug <laughs> lee here at biz story shared we like to start our show with the guest's favorite quote so would you tell us what your favorite quote is and how you apply this to your everyday thinking all right well there's several people that inspire me the top two people would be walt disney and Henry Ford. Um, so it was really hard to pick which one. Um, we're going to go with Henry Ford, though, because this really does drive a lot of my decision making. And his quote was, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. I'll say that again. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And I guess the premise there is, is if you think you can't do something, you're probably not going to do that thing. Therefore, you were totally right. You didn't do it. You were right. But on the flip side, if you think you can do something, if you can set a goal and then put in some steps to achieve that goal, again, you're going to be right because you're going to work towards whatever that thing is. And you're going to, like I say, like I say it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're going to achieve whatever that thing is because you've set the goal and you've set the steps to it. So it's such a great quote by Henry Ford that, and we definitely apply that within our own business all the time. We'll essentially receive a project in. It might seem super complicated, et cetera. But instead of having an attitude of, oh, no, this is going to be really hard. We're going to mess this up. We'll always have an attitude of, yes, we can. And we'll assign parts of that project to people who um, have the relevant skills. But we'll also assign as well some challenges as well internally with different people to see if they can achieve that little bit more than they thought. So that, that kind of mantra of yes, you can goes throughout everything that we, we do. And we always encourage each other and remind people that yes, you can. You know, can't is not a word we really relate to within the business. And I can attest that you really do believe in that and follow that because um, listeners just a few minutes ago I had a recording issue and Lee just was patient with me and said you'll find it and if you don't find it I've got it recording and we're going to be okay and he he just worked with me and he really does live what he said that he does with that quote so thank you very much bless you and you're so nice anyway so why wouldn't I (laughs) (laughs) thank you Lee We know that when we take action, doesn't matter if we fail, we just have to have the courage to proceed with our goals. So will you share with us your worst entrepreneurial story and how you overcame those hurdles? Indeed, a worst entrepreneurial moment. I've had several. It is hard to pick one, but I suspect you'll be asking me questions later on, which this can probably relate to. So one of my worst entrepreneurial moments was a few years ago. The iPhone was new, app creation was new, and business I was at, we came up with this harebrained idea of offering the build of an app to someone for stupidly cheap. So it was only a few hundred dollars. I ended up working for at least a month and a half, kind of day by day by day on this program. It was so hard to build. Everything was new. There was not much supporting documentation, etc. 
And by the end of the process, I realized that, you know, we'd said yes to building a really complex platform for the iPhone for only a few hundred dollars. And, and that kind of that realization was just an absolute gutting moment when I realized, you know, what I'd agreed to do and how much time I was felt like wasting because obviously there was no profit in this. We were going way above and beyond. I was missing out on time with the family, etc. And probably that worst point was being at the office, um, 20 miles away from home at 1 a.m. in the morning, just having submitted the app and seeing it finally upload and just felt so exhausted and felt like I would crack if that app got rejected a few weeks later. Thankfully, a couple of weeks later, the app actually got approved, which was amazing. But because it was only a short-term app, it was only used for a few weeks because it was just to coincide with an event and all of that work then disappeared again. So I felt pretty darn uh, down about that and definitely promised myself that I was never ever going to, no matter what circumstance, agree to work so hard for so little money. Even though it sounded attractive at the time, which was, hey, this is going to help you create create something that you can resell and all of the other things that people say I'm never going to go there again because you know 2 a.m away from your family in an office on your own it's not a good place to be for a few hundred bucks no so, that is there you a, go that is a really hard story and and thank you for sharing it but it shows to me that you overcame those challenges and you probably learned a lot oh yeah from doing that and that just consistently helps you to move forward and that's helped you in your current business right now. Mm. What I want to do now, Lee, is go to the other end of the spectrum, and let's talk about a time in your journey when you had an aha moment. It might be the story about your WordPress agency or when you started your podcast. So would you tell us a story of when you knew this would be your path and how you turned that idea into success? All right. Well, a few years after that, terrible, terrible event. I knew I wanted to start my own business and I knew as well that I didn't want to repeat that past. So I guess the biggest draw I got from that past experience uh, was that uh, real payment is money. It's certainly not promises of, oh, but you could resell this, etc. or other vague promises like, we'll give you some more work if you do this one thing for a little bit of money. So I launched my new business with exceptional excitement at that point, thinking, I'm not going to do this again. You'll never guess what I did. What? I, I, I did a website for Stupidly Cheap because I believe that promise again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're so nice. <laughs> And then about halfway through, I suddenly realized what I'd done <laughs> and my aha moment came, kind of re-came because I'd already had the aha moment before. But I suddenly realized that the price that I charge for something is certainly not the amount of hours. So we all come up with an hourly rate and we think to ourselves, OK, that thing is going to take me three hours. So we then think we need to go and quote three hours for that thing, whatever that thing is. Right. But the But the problem with that is that... It's probably not going to take three hours. It's probably going to take longer because it usually does. So, you, you know, in our heads, we're always think everything's going to be perfect. Right. But then the other side of that is the fact that it's actually taken me years and years and years and years to learn all the stuff that I know at this point. If you were to want to build your own website, you're going to have to go ahead and do some research. You're probably going to have to go on lynda.com and uh, learn how to do uh, website development, or you'll maybe go on YouTube and find some helpful videos, or you'll maybe buy a book from your local uh, bookstore on building a WordPress site or something along those lines. That's going to take you 
weeks and weeks and weeks to learn, and you're eventually going to be able to build some form of website that will support your business. The downside of that is is that you've taken your eye off your business. You've been working on a website project that you are not talented in or skilled in because you've not studied for many, many years. That's obviously not a dig. I'm just kind of using it as an example here. So all of that time spent is of value. You will have saved lots and lots of time using an agency instead so the idea therefore is with anything that i charge on now i no longer think of how long is this going to take me obviously that's a consideration because i need to make sure i cover my time and i'm profitable but the other part of that price will be and what is the value to the customer the value of all of the time that it's taken me to learn something because even when something sounds simple to me in my head it still has a history to get to that point, to become simple in my head and to be able to do it in two hours in my head has taken an incredibly long journey that no one else has taken. And that person who's paying me to do something has certainly not taken that journey. Mm -hmm. And they want that problem solving. I'm obviously not saying on the flip side that we should be robbing everyone blind, but I'm certainly saying do not devalue yourself. I really devalued myself at 2 a.m. in the morning, you know, working forlornly at the computer. So, you know, the lesson learned was you know, we're going to charge based on the value of the product. And that obviously helped me with the launch of Lee Jackson Dev. A couple of bad decisions saying yes to some low prices. And then I instantly quadrupled the price um, about two months in. And then I quadrupled the price again. And I was still getting business. Um, So that's how we've rocked and rolled since. So you knew that you had the right to charge what you were worth. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And (laughs) that's such an important lesson for the entrepreneurs to learn because we are so hesitant to do that. Good for you for learning that. No worries. On the flip side as well, if somebody says, yeah, but such and such can do it cheaper, then go ahead and let them because you can put your resources into finding someone else who's going to value what you do and pay for what you do. I've actually said no more times than I've ever said no in the last three years to someone who tries to haggle me down. If anyone tries to haggle me down, the instant response is no. I'll say, yes, I'll bring the price down if they want me to do less for them. Okay, sure. Sure. Okay, if you don't want that extra feature, if if you don't want that feature, I'll do it for the price you're asking. Um, But if they want me to still do that feature and still charge, you know, and drop my price, instant answer is no, because I know I'm going to be valued more by someone else, going to enjoy working more for someone else who's going to pay the value. And, you know, that time wasted trying to haggle could be better used to servicing other people adding adding value to their lives. Right. Sorry, that was kind of uns- off, off the thing, but I thought I'd better share that. No, it wasn't. And you said her important word, and that was to enjoy, because this is oh, your yeah. life's work. And if you don't enjoy what you're doing every day, pretty soon, no amount of money is worthwhile then. Totally. Right. Well, we've got that problem solved, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly do. <laughs> well, Lee, I'm going to ask you to bring us to the present time and share your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Okie dokie. Um, all right. I did have one in mind, but I think I am going to talk about the podcast. Okay. The Yes, the podcast is my proudest entrepreneurial moment because I realized I could do it. It's this whole Henry Ford thing again of whether you think you can or you think you can't. You're right. And the idea is, is yes, I'm standing out by niching as a business, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily doing anything extra to stand out other than saying to people what I do. So 
what I realized was by doing something where I can add value, i.e. blogging, et cetera, giving away free information, that was going to be really super helpful to other designers, design agencies, and that's going to help me stand out to them. So I'm providing them free information. They're going to listen to me. They're going to know, like, and trust me. They're going to see me as an authority, and eventually they're going to come and talk to me about, hey, could I get your advice on X, Y, and Z? So I started off with blogging and I suddenly realized oh my gosh this is actually really easy I did 30 blogs in 30 days without thinking about it wow yeah before we get onto it then let me just tell you a quick tip if you want to know how to write a blog in five minutes write down a, a set of questions pick one of those questions get a dictaphone or obviously an iphone come on guys we all have iphones now don't we get get that recording app and answer that question as if you were in a meeting so just pretend you know Mr. Charlson said hey Lee how do I update my WordPress website? And then you go, well, Mr. Charlson, and re- and speak into your your um, your iPad, your whatever recording device you've got, just for a minute or two. And before you know it, you've actually got a 400 word to 600 word blog just by answering the imaginary guy's question as if you were in a meeting. Yeah. Then fire that out over to some service that do transcription. They'll send it you back within an hour, all nicely written in a Word document, spell checked, etc. And boom find a nice picture you've got a blog so that's exactly what i did for 30 days wow so that was that was pretty cool thank you for sharing that no worries top tip um there's more where that came from (laughs) anyway so so that's what i do with blogging but then i realized that i wanted to kind of get into people's ears exactly what you're doing Uh, you know you're telling stories um people can relate to you people relate to your guests etc and it's cool because you're always the constant person there as well so your own authority is being built up and people you know have grown to know like and trust you because obviously you're so lovely Uh, so the idea was i wanted to launch the podcast and that's exactly the route i took i started to think yes i can and what i did was even before i planned anything i basically told the world i was launching the podcast i even set a date so i hadn't even planned anything i just set a date (laughs) to hold me accountable to the world to all of my followers all of my family that I was going live with this podcast, whether I liked it or not, because I know I can. And I did. I was able to record three episodes. I was able to get some really exciting guests on from the industry that I was focusing on. And we're now on episode 24. I just cracked out episode 24 this morning and uh, uploaded it. So I had no guests. So that was fine. I just sat down for 40 minutes. I picked a subject and I talked about it for 40 minutes and, and uploaded that podcast with a free download attached to it. And I've already had more and more people signing up to that to get the free download. And I had some wonderful comments on the Facebook group as well that we have about how helpful that was. So definitely on a weekly basis, my ongoing proudest achievement is running a podcast. Um, And I'm sure you feel the same, uh, the enjoyment you have with connecting with uh, odd people like me. (laughs) I do feel that way. And truthfully, the, the stories that people share and the time they spent with me is really just priceless. So thank you for sharing that. And I've said something earlier about entrepreneurs have to hold their own feet to the fire. And that was what you did. You said you were going to start a podcast and then you did it. So yeah. that's a very good example of that. Lee, people really want to hear stories like yours, how you're making your business a success and how your business helps individuals connect with each other to make a better lifestyle. So will you tell us one thing that is really exciting you in your business right now? Get the question. Is that one thing that's happening in my business or an idea? Oh, either way. Kind of captivated me. Uh, okay, so, yeah. All right. So let me tell you the idea that's captivated I like that. me. Um, <laughs> so this idea that's it's kind of captivated me over the last three years since the launch of Lee Jackson Dev. And, and the idea, I, I think you... You read my quote uh, earlier about niching until it hurts. Yes. 
And um, just in case, I'm pretty sure I might have covered this in the previous recording. And this is fresh, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, good. All right, good. So if you've heard this twice, it's great. So, right, this one idea has kind of really grabbed hold of me. And it's something that I literally talk about with um, our team on a daily basis. And the idea is niching till it hurts or niching. We say niche in the UK. I think you guys say niching. It's the same thing. So what I mean by niching until it hurts is everyone tries to be all things to all men. So I could have started a web agency that did web design and SEO and social media strategy and you name it, I do everything. But the problem with that is I'm just one of many people who can do that. Right. And it's very hard for me to stand out. Obviously, I could do a podcast, which is cool. But, you know, I'm just a guy doing a podcast as well as being a full service, doing absolutely everything agency. So kind of something special about him, but nothing else. So the idea is we wanted to find a space where we could just almost dominate. It's really hard to compete in a global market, you know, being a design agency or something like that. There's loads of design agencies around the world. But if you can niche right down to something, to a particular problem and say, hey, my name is Lee and I only fix this problem. That's a scary place to be. But it's a cool place to be because you are suddenly much, you know, much more highly valuable. You are an expert in that one thing that you do, and there is not that many people in that smaller space. So the idea for our business is that we took our business originally from just building websites to we only build websites for design agencies or designers or web designers, and we'll take their design and we'll do all of the code. We then pushed it down even further to saying that we're, and we're only going to do WordPress. So if there's a design agency who also wants to use Drupal or Magento or some other platform, we can't help them because Amazing. we have niched right down into WordPress. Wow. And then we go further into that as well as, uh, uh, you know, and if agencies are coming to us, we are literally only going to build a WordPress theme for them from their designs. So that is all we're going to do. At least that's all the message that we put out there. So it's a real clear message. The whole design industry knows that Lee Jackson Dev is a WordPress specialist who specializes in working with designers around the world, and they will convert those designs into great websites driven by WordPress. So it's it's simple message. They all understand it. They can grab onto that. And yes, we do do all this stuff. Once we've built up that relationship, we actually provide tons of consultancy. I'll do speaking gigs. There's all sorts of stuff that we'll do after that. But it's kind of pointless clouding my message with all of these other things that we do. So we've just kept it really simple and everything that we do within the business, because that idea has grabbed hold of me, it's grabbed hold of everyone else in the business. And we find ourselves often asking the question is, does this meet our target audience? Does this keep us within our niche? Does this add value to our niche, et cetera? So if we find ourselves going off on a tangent that's going to potentially uh, detract from our, you know, super laser focus on this niche then we're going to discard whatever that thing is. And um, so that's the idea, I guess. So it's not something that's happening. It's more of an idea that's just kind of taken hold of us. And the more and more we grow and the more we see emails coming in now on a daily basis from design agencies asking for quotes on X, Y, and Z, we, the more we realize that, yes, you know, this is working for us. And this is so exciting. That really is exciting, and, and I'm happy for you that it really turned out that way because niching down is a challenge, and to have found one that is successful for you, that's really awesome. Good job. Thank you. Lee, what's the best business advice that you've ever received? Oh, the be oh this is easy. This oh, one, <laughs> sell every day. 
literally sell every day oh my gosh um there's been so many times when i've got so excited about a project and i forget to sell i forget i forget that i need to do at least one sales activity a day to ensure that there is a future for my business yeah so sell every day make sure that you're engaging in some sort of marketing activity so that could be some sort of social media it could be some phone calls it could be an email it could be a coffee with a existing or a potential client but just remember no matter how busy you are to do at least one piece of sales activity a day because that's going to ensure that you have a pipeline of sales in the future uh, so otherwise you'll do what i did once and you'll work on a whole load of projects invoice them all bill them all pay all your bills realize there's nothing else left and also i have no work oh Sugar, I need to go networking. (laughs) Now, that is really good advice. And I'm going to take that as my best business advice, too, because that really is powerful. It's so easy to get caught up in in our activities, like you say, and and ignore the lifeline of the business. So thank you very much for sharing that. No worries. I heard it about two years ago, and I was just like, what am I doing? Yes. (laughs) Wow. One phone call. It's all it needs per day. Just something. Something. So it, it's it's on my daily reminder calendar. I have to check it off. Okay. Sales activity check. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna adapt that also, and it's from Lee Jackson Dev. <laughs> <laughs> what is the vision of the future of your business? Right. Well, the the vision we're really super focused on this as well. The idea is is that we want to be a team of people who are location independent. So right now we have an office in Wellinborough, but what we'd really like to do is encourage all of us to travel the world. So me and my family, we want to travel the world as well. So we'd like to create something that works anywhere. And we'd like to spend some time in Florida. We'd like to spend some time over in LA. We'd love to spend, I'm from Canada originally, so we'd like to spend some time there as well. So the long-term plan over the next couple of years is to actually start to take those steps towards doing that. So having a couple of months out in a different country, working from there all i need is the laptop that i'm talking to you on now to run my business right and uh you know i can still conduct pretty much everything i do anywhere in the world and we want to encourage as well the rest of our team to do that as well um so yeah the idea is to grow as a business um that is mobile that promotes really good work-life balance and um, great opportunities for the staff you know to enjoy life and also enjoy the work that they do um so that that's our big vision and we don't want to be a big multi-million pounds office with office culture and office politics. Right, right. I still want the millions of pounds, don't get sure, me wrong. Sure. But we want to be a small team generating a lot of money whilst we are enjoying, all of us are enjoying the benefits of, you know, that really great work-life balance and of being able to travel and having that, that sort of freedom. So... Maybe a big ask, but if you think you can't, then it won't happen, will it? So we think we can, and we're, we're heading in that direction. Oh, that's wonderful. So do you have a vision board, or what's yep. your motivation? Got Walt, Walt Disney World on it. You know, I want to go there again. <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got pictures of Florida. There's a picture of a villa. I'd love to buy a villa in Florida so that we can go out there and spend time with the family, et cetera. Wonderful. Uh, and again, we encourage the the folks at the office, you know, to put stuff on their own vision board as well. Let's get stuff up there. What What are our goals? What do we want to achieve? Because you can do that. Wonderful. That's exciting. Thank you. I'm going to have to get my vision board bruised up here a little bit. <laughs> Lee, would you share one of your personal habits that you strongly believe contributes to your success? Ooh, ah, interesting. Um, 
You see, I, I'm not one of those people ha who has a necessary routine Okay. in the morning. I do like to get up early because I'm an early bird. Um, I do like to uh, spend some time kind of in meditation as well. So, so I'll start the day for definite with uh, some quiet time, and that might be reading the Bible. Uh, so I'm a man of faith. I might either read the Bible or spend some time in prayer or meditation. So it's just that first kind of 10 minutes of the day. I do tend to spend a little bit of quiet time. It helps me wake up, and it kind of helps me focus. But then after I've done that, kind of calm my mind, I think the biggest thing that definitely helps towards the success that I have is that I usually create. I'll create something every morning. It might oh. be a blog post. It might be a, a continuation of an ebook I'm writing. It might be a short video. I might have gone out on a run and I'll do a three-minute video recording of some advice. But I, I always like to create something every morning, even if I don't use that for several weeks and then I'll use it then because that content that I've created obviously helps my brain. Sure fire out all the stuff I'm firing out at you right now. Um, but also it's then really good, valuable content that I can share on social media. And it just, it, it's that whole creating content and sharing it that just seems to add so much value to people's lives and creates that authority as well. You know, pe people see that I'm doing what I'm talking about as well within the business and it's creating authority and, uh, you know, it's leading to leads. So I think creating free, valuable stuff and making sure you try and do that as early on in the day as possible is is my key to right. success, especially in the last year. Right. So you definitely walked your talk then. Amen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, storytellers, you'll find the links to these sites in the show notes of today's episode at bizstoriesshared.com slash Lee Jackson. Lee, do you have an internet resource to share with our listeners that helps your efficiency like Evernote? Uh, right. Well, the uh, the one I would actually recommend is Active Campaign. So that's activecampaign.com. And what this will allow you to do is not only manage your email campaigns like you would expect to with, say, MailChimp, but it also includes a CRM. So CRM, Customer Relations Management, Basically, if you are in the game of sales, which you are because you're an entrepreneur right. and you're selling every day, you need to have some sort of CRM. And the idea there is, is when you have a conversation or a lead, you get that into your CRM and you then set yourself a follow-up task. So every single lead I have in the CRM has some form of follow-up task, be it an email, be it that I put them on a list uh, so that they receive some regular information so they know I still exist, or be it a phone call or whatever. There's always something. And then it also helps me manage all of the deals that I have or everything I'm trying to win. And I can then assign activities to members of the team to get them to do something to help the process of winning that. So it gives you everything you would expect from MailChimp. It also gives you the CRM side so you can manage you and your sales team. And then the also cool kind of middle bit that probably gets overlooked a bit is that it gives you all of the automation that you would expect from something really expensive like Infusionsoft. Oh. But it, gives, it gives you it at super cheap. So it allows you to do all of that if-then sort of stuff. Oh, really? So if someone clicks on a certain link in one of your email addresses, right. it might then take them down a completely different path in ActiveCampaign where they might then receive some other information or, you know, you might... It's, it's just incredible what you can do with it. You can even go right down to the nitty-gritty if someone does something on your website, then boom, you can then set off a chain reaction. So it's, it's I've not even begun to scratch the surface of what it can do. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's got all of that stuff um, in between as well, and it's really cheap. Activecampaign.com. Go ahead, check that out. It's pretty awesome. All right, I definitely will. 
would you describe for us who are perfect referrals for your business? And by that, I mean business associates or clients that the listeners know who would benefit from doing business with you. Okay. Well, I've put my um, kind of my whole life now around adding value to designers. So what I really want to be able to do is um, connect with designers, give them as much free information as I possibly can to help their design agency. So a designer might be someone who has designed the business card or the stationery of your company, or a designer might be someone you know as, of as a web designer. So someone who you know builds websites. Those are the two sorts of people that I would really love to connect with. So either connect directly, that would be great. Or alternatively, if you point them in the direction of the WP Innovator podcast, that's probably ideally where they want to be because they're going to get to listen to me, but get tons and tons and tons of free information and advice that I guarantee is going to help improve dramatically their online online businesses. So um, I would really appreciate anyone um, putting any designers, any web designers in the direction of the WP Innovator podcast, or obviously myself, because I'm, I'm a chatty guy. I like to chat. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That's a very good information for our listeners to have. Well, Lee, if you could recommend just one book to our listeners, what would it be? Can I recommend, can I recommend two? Sure. <laughs> ah, good. All right, cool. One of the books that changed my life was The 4-Hour Workweek. Oh. I, I actually work eight hours a day, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting there. The 4-Hour Workweek, um, because it will really help you in discovering what your strengths are and outsourcing all the other stuff that kind of gets in the way so that you can actually improve your work-life balance. And yes, I'm, I'm nowhere near 4-Hour Workweek yet, um, but it certainly helped transform my business uh, and put me in that direction because that's where we're headed. Remember, I know I can. I think I can. It's going to happen. I can. Exactly. And then the other one would be the E-Myth. It's, again, the oh. same process. Pre so it's the E-Myth Revisited. I'm sure people have already mentioned it before. But it's all about that kind of battle between the technician, the manager, and the entrepreneur. There's like all those three people going on in our brains. And when I talked about selling every day, that was um, the problem there was that the technician in me wanted to sit down and stare at my computer and work, do a job, right. basically code. Right. And I was therefore neglecting the managerial and the entrepreneurial side of my business where, you know, I need to manage those processes and I also needed to be selling. So those two books are, are absolute eye openers um, to anyone who's running a business. Totally recommend you read both in no particular order. All right. Thank you for that, Lee. Well, I have truly enjoyed listening to your journey and the stories that you've shared. So will you share one more time how we can get in touch with you and any other resources that you want us to have? And then we'll say goodbye. All righty. So um, you can get hold of me on leejacksondev.com. That's leejacksondev.com. If you can't spell that, it's wpinnovator.com and that will redirect you. <laughs> you can also <laughs> right. talk to me. You can also talk to me on Twitter. Uh, so that's Lee Jackson Dev on Twitter. I love receiving tweets. I'm on Twitter all the time. And you can also email me. Um, so do email me on lee at leejacksondev.com or skip on over to Facebook. And if you just tap in WP Innovator, you can come and join us in the WP Innovator group where we all talk about WordPress and design and other good stuff. So there's a whole range of ways that you can connect with us. I think that covers your question. It does. Thank you very much. I'll give you much my home number as well. I don't think the wife would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure not. Yeah, no. we don't need that. You've given us <laughs> some very good information here. Well, again, Lee, thank you for being so generous with your time, expertise, and your experiences. Okay, listeners, 
You can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to bizstoryshare.com slash Lee Jackson. Thank you again, Lee. That's awesome. Thank you. Give the storyteller some love. Go to bizstoryshare.com, click on the iTunes button, and give a five-star review. Thanks.